your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown Coyotes, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's Richard Morin with you, of course. It's beautiful Friday, October 30th, 2020. Happy Halloween to everybody out there because we won't be talking again until next week. So I hope you all enjoy your Halloween. Have a nice, safe, uh, healthy Halloween night, of course. I don't even know what I'm going to be doing. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know if my town is trick-or-treating. I'm not, I'm not even sure. Let me know what you guys are doing. I'm at by Richard Morin on Twitter. That's a B-Y, B as in boy, Y as in Yosef from The Bachelor, Richard Morin. A bachelorette, I should say. Um, my fiance got me into watching The Bachelor and, and The Bachelorette, so that's what I'm doing now. It's just on the brain all the time. I tell you, like And Dancing with the Stars. I never would have dreamed... I'd be watching these shows, but like I am now, like I'm just watching Dancing with the Stars. I'm watching The Bachelor. I'm watching The Bachelorette. I have no idea why, but I, and, and the weirdest thing is like, I enjoy it, you know, like I am actually like enjoying it and it's really scary to me. I don't know why. Um, anyway, we don't, we haven't, I think the last two Fridays we haven't had a show, um, but today we have a show because there's some news I want to share with you guys, and you guys have been, you guys have been very kind in, in asking what it is I'm going to be doing. Obviously, I'm no longer with the Arizona Republic. I'm no longer the Coyotes beat writer here. I'm here, obviously, hosting Locked On Coyotes, but that's not a full time gig. Um, but I will still be hosting Locked On Coyotes, so don't worry about that. Um, but I did tease last week that there may be an announcement as to what I'll be doing on a full time basis. Many of you know. If you've been listening to the show, uh, that I moved back to my native New Hampshire. Uh, I was born and raised here, uh, went to college in Boston too. Like I'm, I'm a New Englander all the way, lived in Arizona for the past three years, you know, working for the Republic and, and covering the coyotes. Um, I will. So I am in, 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 uh, in New Hampshire and I have just accepted a job. I can now talk about it openly. Uh, I will, uh, I'm joining Town Square Media, uh, their division in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, uh, as the managing news editor for a brand new website that is launching in November. Very excited. Website is going to be called the Seacoast Current. We're going to be covering hyper, it's hyper local news coverage in the Seacoast region of New Hampshire. So if you guys do want to follow along, we are uh, at Seacoast Current on Twitter. And of course, you can follow my Twitter as well. We're also on Facebook, Seacoast Current on Facebook. And of course, I do have an author page on Facebook as well. Uh, you can search Richard Moore and you can find me that way as well. Uh, I really appreciate you guys have been so, um, uh, I, I don't want to say concerned, but you guys have been, you know, very flattering. You guys have been very, you know, uh, flattering, uh, you know, wondering what I'm going to be doing, where I'm going to be working. So no longer in sports. Um, I'll still, you know, I'll still scratch my itch and cover some local sports around here in New Hampshire, of course. And, and, and Lockdown Coyote certainly uh, certainly scratches my itch as well uh, from that sense. But uh, very excited to be starting this new venture. Town Square Media is a, a great company. Um, they are, they are investing heavily in local journalism, which is something that a lot of companies are getting away from right now, especially during these times when, when budgets are tight. But, uh, I do commend, I commend town square very much. And it was very attractive to me that they were 
de- doubling down on on local journalism and local coverage. And I'm, I'm very excited to be running uh, this website as managing news editor. Uh, you know, running a team of of you know running a staff here, and uh, you know, kind of having my own my own platform uh, here to to cover uh, and and really be a be of service to uh, folks in the seacoast region of New Hampshire. If for those of you that have never been, and I imagine there's probably many of you, since many of you listening are in Arizona. If you've never been to the Seacoast region of New Hampshire, I highly recommend it. It is absolutely beautiful up here, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. So much history here, of course. Just in, you know, we're 45 minutes, you know, an hour away from Boston, so we're we're pretty close to Boston. Uh, you know, uh, kind of bottlenecks there, the the coast of, of all of our states. You can you can pretty much get get from Maine through New Hampshire all the way to Massachusetts in about 20 miles. So it's uh it's 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 pretty pretty tight pretty tight around here. Uh, but it's beautiful. It's just a beautiful area. And even this time of year when things are kind of starting to get a little gloomy, we're uh, we're actually supposed to get our first. Uh, first snow this morning of, uh, of, uh, yeah, Friday morning, we're supposed to get our first snow. So, uh, we'll see that's, uh, it's that time of year, you know, November, you know, yeah, October turns to November and you're, and you're pretty much, you're pretty much looking at snow, which, uh, I don't know. I, I hear things are starting to cool down in Arizona. So I hope y'all, uh, hope y'all got through the summer. Okay. I know I did. I was in Phoenix probably up until the end of August and uh, yeah it was a brutal summer for a lot of reasons I mean obviously the pandemic made it even worse um but yeah it's uh I, I can't say I'm gonna miss those those Arizona summers but I you know as somebody who's lived in New England all my life I think I'm going to miss those Arizona winters the most um just because the winters here can really grow you know just drag just drag and drag and drag and you just kind of but you need a vacation like and I'm sure I'll be coming to Arizona you know during the the winter time and we'll probably be going to Florida in the winter time too we you know my fiance and I we have family in Florida and Arizona so I'm sure we'll be uh we'll be coming we'll be coming back and and, and doing things like that maybe we can we can set something up for lockdown Coyotes listeners uh you know when the world gets back to normal and when I you know do make my visits back to Arizona that might be fun let me know if you guys are interested in something like that maybe like a live show um, you know, at, at, a, at a bar or a restaurant, you guys can come in and hang out. If that's something you guys would be interested in, let me know. At by Richard Morin on Twitter and uh, at LO underscore Coyotes on Twitter. Let me know. I think that, that could be a really fun thing to do if you guys are into it. Uh, obviously, we, we wouldn't do anything like that um, during the pandemic. But um, like I said, I'm not going anywhere. We're going to be doing Locked on Coyotes. Um, we're not going anywhere. So uh, I'm going to take a quick break here, and then uh, we'll be right back after this. Who doesn't need a good kick of protein during the day and – Look, we want our protein, but we want it to be, you know, in a healthy package. We want to get our protein, but we want to be healthy while we're doing it. And that's what Built Bar is here for. But it's not only healthy, you know, so many healthy things. Like, it's tough to eat healthy, right? Because a lot of healthy things that don't taste good. Well, guess what? This is a healthy protein bar that tastes like candy. That's right. I know it sounds too good to be true, but it's not. It's here. It's Built Bar. And it's more delicious than ever before. Six new flavors. My favorite is cookies and cream, of course. But there's some great flavors as well. The uh, the pinnacle of fall flavor, apple, almond, Chris, is another big. Uh, fan of mine, but if you're, not, if you're not a fan of those six new flavors, there's 12 original flavors there for you as well. They're covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew, but they're healthy. I know it is crazy. My favorite cookies and cream, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, and four grams of sugar and net carbs a piece. And right now, guys, if you go there right now, you go to uh, Built Bar. Dot com. There's a free cooler with purchase, but it's only while supplies last. So you guys have gotta gotta get on it 
right now. Go to BuiltBar.com. You use promo code LOCKEDON. You get 20% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off your next order. All right, we are back here on Lockdown Coyotes, part of the Lockdown Podcast. Now, Rick, I know it's kind of a an off-topic episode here today. We're just kind of we're just kind of shooting the breeze, you know. I have I don't really I haven't done the last two Fridays, and there really hasn't been a whole lot going on at Coyotes. Now we kind of exhausted the Mitchell Miller thing, so I kind of wanted to do a little bit more of a lighthearted show today. So I hope that's okay with you guys. Um, you know, we're going to be probably not doing five days a week, you know, at least until the, at least until the training camp starts, we're probably be doing just a few times a week. We'll kind of cool down the volume, make it a little bit more digestible for you guys. And of course that's going to help me to starting, uh, you know, my new job at the Seacoast current, you know, that'll kind of, uh, you know, fold in, be able to kind of manage those two a little bit more. So hope that's cool with you guys too. Again, as, as you might, understand in the offseason with nothing going on the draft is over free agency's over obviously we had this Mitchell Miller thing pop up but I don't exactly want to be talking about that every day it's very upsetting um, if you are interested in more content on that I did three episodes about it uh, actually four I did four we did all four episodes previously this week about it so there is a ton of content there for you if you want to go back excuse me and listen to it there so what else can we talk about here today I think uh you know, again, it's it's one of those interesting things with with uh, with hockey. To actually kind of want to talk about baseball, if that's all right, and how this relates to hockey, because it was a big deal. Everybody was talking about the World Series, right? World Series Game Six on Tuesday night. Blake Snell throwing an absolute gem for the Rays gets pulled because he was about to go his third time through the order, and of course, the analytics say no way, can't do it. You can't go three times through the order if you're a starting pitcher. So they take Blake Snell out, they bring in the reliever, and they blow it. The Rays blow it. Kevin Cash took a ton of heat for it. But you know what? It's not Kevin Cash. It's the analytics people. It's the analytics department. And look, I'm all for, I'm all for pro analytics. Like I, I, I'm very interested in analytics. I like it. But it has ruined baseball, and there's no doubt about it. Growing up, baseball was my number one sport. I really didn't even get into hockey until high school. I was a baseball guy from the time I could even comprehend what anything was, I was I was a baseball guy. My mom taught me how to play at two years old. My my third birthday, my mom bought me catcher's gear. That was that was my birthday present, and I lived in that for years until I outgrew it, and then I got another set. So I, I lived and breathed baseball my entire life, and it wasn't until recently that I really really soured on the major league baseball product. I'm not sour on baseball. I still love the sport. It's the major league baseball product. Analytics have killed this game. They have absolutely murdered it. And now you're hearing, like I heard on the radio the other day, Tim Kirkjian, who is as big a baseball hardo as you can be, say that this game is beyond repair at this point. That it's just, it's a fundamentally changed game and it's it's ruined, for lack of a better word. And it is. I agree. I think Major League Baseball is so broken, it's it's unwatchable. It is absolutely unwatchable. They've taken the human element out of the game. And the reason I bring this up is because I feel like there are some sports that have taken analytics and the sport has actually improved. And I think hockey is one of those sports. Hockey has improved because of the analytics. I think you can make a case that the NBA as well as the NHL, has improved because of analytics. They've made the game more fun. Um, for ex- for example, like basketball, you've been able to kind of the, – the analytics say don't take a mid-range jump shot because 
you're more it's it's more efficient for you to just take three pointers than to take a mid range jump. So either you drive the paint and take those high percentage shots, or you spread the floor and and take take threes. And that makes the game more watchable in my opinion. And I like that. And I think hockey has kind of done done a similar thing. We'll pick that up at the other end right after these words. All right, we are back here on Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're talking analytics here, kind of a kind of a potpourri sort of episode here today. So I hope you guys are, are down for that. We're talking analytics, the debacle that went down in Game Six of the World Series with Blake Snell and the Rays. Baseball is ruined. It's it's done. It's dead. It is it is broken. It is unwatchable. It is it is so robotic and has no humanity to it anymore it is it is so broken and it it really pains me I'm a baseball guy I've always been a baseball guy always guys always and it wasn't until the last few years and I'm like nope I'm a hockey guy now and it wasn't because I became a hockey reporter obviously you know I joined the Arizona Republic I became a Coyotes reporter blah 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 but that's not what made me a hockey guy not even close it was how awful Major League Baseball became, how unwatchable the product became. And I'm like, I can't do this. Like, I can't do this. I It got to a point, I was, you know, obviously covering the Diamondbacks, too, for the Republic. Like, I, I was dreading going to the ballpark. I used to live for that stuff. I used to live for covering baseball games. I mean, I worked, you know, I, I was worked with Red Sox Radio in Boston. I mean, I don't know if Fenway Park's obviously different than Chase Field, but, like, I used to live for going to baseball games. Oh, my God, it was the best. And I, I, I came to a point where I was, like, dreading it and dreading when I had to watch it. Even if it was the Red Sox, I, would just, I was dreading watching it. And this is when they were good, you know. Like, I, I was dreading it, absolutely dreading it. It was awful. I couldn't stand it. And it kind of just became to a point where I'm like, why am I even doing this to myself? If I don't enjoy it, as like I felt like I was forcing myself to like, to like you know digest the product. I'm like, why? Like it sucks, you know. So I just became a hockey guy. I'm like, you know what? Hockey's great, and hockey has benefited from analytics. Analytics has made the game more fun, way more fun. Yeah, maybe there's less fighting and you know this less physicality, but you know there's more offense and, and there's the game is faster and it, it's more fun to watch in my opinion than it was before. Uh, and I think basketball has done the same thing. I really can't speak to the role analytics has had in changing football, I think I'd be a little, I don't think I'm the best person to speak on that. Um, maybe that's a guess we can have on at some point if you guys are interested in continuing this discussion, but I don't really think I'm qualified to kind of speak to that. Maybe we can have Ken Summer, Summers on. He might be a good person to talk to about that. Um, but I, I do think, in my opinion, um, basketball, or I shouldn't say basketball. I really should specify the league because I still like baseball. Major League Baseball is awful. MLB sucks. Baseball, still a good sport. MLB is is ruining it. Anyway, I think the NBA and the NHL have done good things with analytics. I think analytics, look, it's all about making the game more, like, it's all about the bottom line. The bottom line is wins. How do we win games, right? How, how can we score more points in the other team, score more goals in the other team, score more runs in the other teams, right? So that's what it's all about. It's all about the bottom line. It's all about winning. The problem with baseball is that bottom line has caused the game to become unwatchable because pitchers aren't, pitchers are holding onto the ball longer to get better velocity and, you know, batters are, are taking their time to throw off rhythms and, uh, pitchers are coming out every two seconds to, you know, uh, 
preserve them, which, you know, promotes longevity, which promotes long-term wins, right? So the, the analytics optimization of the game has made it unwatchable. The analytical optimization of the NBA and the NHL has made the game, in my opinion, more watchable. I was never a fan of basketball, never really a basketball guy, but lately I I kind of like it. I, I like I'm starting to really like the sport, and I think that has to do with the spreading of the floor and makes the game more fun for me personally. The NHL, same way. I I, I love I love the I'm loving the evolution of the NHL game. I think it's great. I think it's fun to watch. It's fast. It's 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 entertaining. I don't ever feel like there's a whole lot of drop in action. And I watch old hockey games. And I'm like, you know what? This might have you know, it wasn't bad, you know, but I'm like, you know what? I think it's better. And I think the same thing about the NBA. And I think the exact opposite about Major League Baseball. And it's a real shame because I love the game of baseball. It's such a romantic sport. I have such a deep connection to it. And I just I can't watch it. And it's and it's bad. Oh boy, it's bad. And I, and I, and I hope they can fix it, but I think it's at this point it's going to take a lot of a lot of repair. There are things you can do. You can fix the stuff with the shift. You can just Illegal defense, boom, fixed, right? But things like taking pitchers out and 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 that sort of thing, that's that's woven into the fabric of the game now, and you can't implement rules to to really fix that. So it's it's a, it's a sad situation Major League Baseball has on their hands. But I'm just thankful that analytics seems to be at least for now helping, you know, leagues like the NHL progress. That's all the time we have here today on Lockdown Coyotes. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, see ya.